Welcome to Witness Wednesdays here on the Walk Boldly with Jesus podcast. I am your host, Katherine Duggan. However, each Wednesday, I will have a guest give their witness of how God is working in their lives. Hearing how God is working in other people's lives shows us how deeply He cares for each one of us individually. Listening to these experiences will help your faith grow. I am so blessed to be able to share these with you. Let's get started. Our guest speaker today is Andrea. She will share her witness about how God saved her life and also helped her through terrible periods of anxiety. This is something so many people are struggling with right now, and I know her story will help a lot of people. If you struggle with anxiety or you know someone who does, please share this episode with them. Andrea opens up about what it felt like and what she did to combat the anxiety. She gives very practical advice and even offers a list of all the strategies she used in real time when she was going through it. This week's format is a little different. After she gave her witness, we spent some time just talking, and I asked some questions, as I know several people struggling with anxiety right now and thought they could use some additional information. I am sure everyone is going to get something out of this testimony. Here is Andrea. I think I've told you my story about how when Audrey was born a week later, um, and I was never diagnosed with preeclampsia, but I went into full-blown eclampsia. And I had three grandma seizures. (laughs) And um, by the grace of God, my husband was home and he saved my life. I was blue. By all accounts, I should not have made it. Um, We also, (laughs) this is a hard story to talk about. So just bear with me. Um, So we lived in a very remote part of North Carolina at the time. So when he placed the call, the EMTs happened to be eating dinner at like a little cafe next to our neighborhood, which was like the only place to eat for miles around. So the fact that they were literally next door was like miracle number one from God. After that all happened, here I was, you know, a new mom with a baby and terrified, like literally terrified because this was such an unusual event. And it just made my brain think that anything bad could happen to me at any time unexpectedly, whether that was a seizure, a heart attack, whatever it might be. And so I became very, very anxious, severely anxious to go anywhere with my daughter, whether that was a store, a restaurant, wherever. And so Six weeks after that, (laughs) my husband had already accepted a promotion to go to Texas. And so here I was, new mom, new baby, horridly anxious, driving to Texas to our new house. And as some perspective, during that trip, I was too anxious to sit in a restaurant. I was looking for signs for a hospital everywhere I went just in case. And it was a really hard time in my life that I worked through with a lot of help from family, but I also really leaned into God at that time. And I got through it. And I got to live my life. And sadly, 
two other times in my life when things became very, very stressful that anxiety symptoms reared their ugly head once again. And I worked through it again and I prayed through it every single time. And I've really learned that you can't live for the what if in life, gotta just go for it. You know, I, I would do things like if I wasn't reading my Bible, I'd, I'd read a devotional or I listen to my praise and worship music in the car. But part of the reason I wanted to tell you this story is because I know a lot of people suffer very badly with this. And if you lean into your faith, you can get through it. And it's just one step at a time. And you might fight this battle over and over, but every single time you can overcome. I wanted to share this with you because I know there are a lot of people that live in silence and live in suffering and they just don't have to. Whatever way that is, if, that, if your way is to go to church, great. If your way is to pray in bed at night, great. You know, but he will get you through it every time. So, <laughs> sorry, it's very, very hard. People don't realize how hard something like this can be, you know? Mm-hmm. And I agree, there are a lot of people suffering. I know several people right now that are suffering with intense anxiety. And I wonder, can you think of any things that you did like in the moment you said you listen, you know, you read the Bible and you listened to worship music. Were there any other things that you found super helpful at the time that helped you sort of get through it? Um, so there, there's been a lot of things that I've done and tried. Um, do you mean from like a, from a biblical perspective or just from any? I mean, I think, I think there's so much anxiety in the world these days. And I think that people are looking for anything that can help. Yes. You know, I think reading the Bible, I think listening to worship music can help them. Leaning into their faith can definitely, you know, will definitely help them. And there's also, you know, looking for anything in the moment or anything else that can help them because it's so scary. Anxiety yeah. can be so yeah. scary. Yes. I mean, my doctor said to me, um, do you pretty much feel like you're about to jump off a cliff? And I said, yes. And th that was really the best way to describe it because it's hard for people that have never experienced it. They'll be like, well, what's the, what is the, really the big deal? You mm -hmm. know, and it's pretend you're about to bungee jump, you know, off of a cliff. And that's pretty much how I feel trying to take my child for an ice cream cone. Mm -hmm. But so some things that I have done are being okay with really small steps. So for example, I had a really bad panic attack in a Costco. And so then Costco became a bit of an issue for me. So I, I went and the first time I just, I walked in the front door and I sort of took a look and I left. <laughs> I didn't really go beyond the snacks. And then the next time I looked at the clothes a little bit and, and you have to be okay with that and say, okay, look, like, look at me. I walked in the front door, mm -hmm. you know, um, celebrate the small wins. That's right. 
look at me. I, you know, and you feel kind of silly. You're like, man, this is so, this is so silly. I'm a, a 44 year old woman that's afraid. <laughs> Costco, you know, this is so, so dumb, but it's, it's very real to you in that moment. I've, I've done essential oils. I have made sure I really, in those times I exercise, I've fully given up caffeine because caffeine can really make your body braced up. Um, eating well, whether that's whatever that looks like for you, if that's for me, it, it's low carb being gluten-free drinking a lot of, of water and things like that. And just knowing my limits, you know, if, if I don't want to go to a store on a Saturday because it's too busy, then I just say, I don't have to go to the store on a Saturday. I don't need, I don't need to do that to myself. Um, there's also, um, an app that I used, it's called stress center and it's by Lucinda Bassett and it, it's an older program but was so good and was, you know, there was a lot of people that talked about their different anxiety too. And it makes you realize like, wow, like even the things that I find difficult, other people find completely different things difficult. I remember there was a a person on the tape that said for them, they couldn't sleep in a hotel. Like that for them was just absolutely awful. And I thought, okay, you know, like for me, that's not a thing. And so everyone's got like a little different thing with that, but there, there are some other, and this will probably sound silly too, but I will literally, if I'm having that hard of a moment, I literally envision Jesus putting his arm around me or him hugging me or saying, come on, it's okay. And so whatever works, you've got to try different things and at different times. And, you know, one of the times I like lived by lavender oil, <laughs> I had like a necklace, like I would go nowhere without my lavender, you know? Yeah. But the last time I went through it, like the lavender did nothing for me. I was like, come on lavender, let's do something here. And it just, it didn't work. So sometimes you just got to try all different things. Mm-hmm. I think something else that will be helpful for people to hear if they can hear it is that it's not forever. Like, yes, you had this really bad out and yes, it's come back a few more times, but it hasn't been constant your whole life. And you're able to live in the inter, you know, in the, in the other times. And do you feel like each time it's come back, you've, been able to deal with it maybe a little bit better or do you feel like each time it's like back at the beginning again um well for me personally it's been a little bit different each time because of the circumstances surrounding it but I think you're absolutely right that it's it's something that can be worked through and overcome for for some people medications work it didn't work for me um so some people's battle might be more short-lived or things like that. But yeah, it's definitely, it's not a forever thing. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm sure it feels like it in the moment. Right. Well, because you don't know when your end is, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's sort of, and it's sort of unusual in that way. And that you might just wake up one day and be like, oh, I had a really good day today. And then the next day is a good day. And then the next day is a good day. And you're like, okay, <laughs> I guess I've overcome this, mm-hmm. but 
when you're not sure when the end is, that can be a little challenging. And is it ever where you have a few good days and then a bad day again, and you're like, oh no, it's starting again? Or is it usually pretty constant until? But sometimes, yes. And I, and I think too that uh, similar to say, someone losing weight, right? You're like, oh, I ate really well and I've lost some weight. Now I can eat that cake. Well, it's kind of the same. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm feeling good. So I'm not going to work out now. And now I'm, I'm going to eat all the carbs and I'm not going to wear my lavender. And then all of a sudden you're like, mm, I don't feel that good now. Mm-hmm. They sort of forget. And then maybe it, it rears its ugly head a little bit again. So yeah, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, for me, it was a highly stressful events. So like when my dad passed a brain cancer, I became very anxious. Um, And then for a time during COVID, um, like I was on the school board making a lot of the decisions and things like that. And I I could just feel the stress Mm -hmm. and it came on. So, um, but yeah, that's, that's why I wanted to kind of dive into this topic because I think it's one that's uh, more common I think than people Mm -hmm. for sure and I think it can be so debilitating I know the you know I have friends that are suffering with it right now and and like you said people don't talk about it so then when they have a you know when they have an episode in front of people it's very embarrassing and they don't know what to do more people than you know are suffering from it Yes. And I didn't know that's what you were going to be talking about, but it's so perfect for right now because it is something. I'm actually right now writing a book about techniques to not worry so much because I feel like the world is so worried right now. Yes. And don't really know what to do about that because people aren't talking about it because they feel whatever they feel, they feel alone and they feel like no one else is going through it. So they don't want to talk about it. Yes. Well, and you bring up a good point because embarrassment can be a big part of anxiety because your, your worries can become compounded. And so for example, yesterday, my daughter, she's working at Kimball scooping ice cream this summer and she became so concerned that a customer might get upset with her or yell at her. And what if she did it wrong? And I said, you're never trapped in any situation, whether that's work, whether that's hanging out with a friend or you don't want to go to Costco that day. You know, you have control over your life and your decisions. I mean, you want to be smart. You don't just want to like throw down your ice cream scooper and say, oh, that mean customer and run out the door. I said, but if it ever got that escalated or that you just felt so deeply bothered, I said, you have the right to say, I'm not going to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And people have to feel a little more empowered in that way for themselves and, and, and just know like what's okay for them and what's not. And, and actually having that huge amount of anxiety actually gifted me in a lot of ways because I can now say no. Like even we were talking about in my business, you know, if I don't want to take a job or I don't want to do it on that weekend, I have 
have learned to say no because I, I have to. I have to preserve my health to a certain degree. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, for sure. And it's so good that you're teaching your kids that too, that they have power over their situation and that they don't right. have to let the anxiety get the best of them. And if you hadn't been through anxiety in the past, you might have just been like, suck it up or like, you'll be fine. What's the big deal? Because right. people that don't have anxiety don't understand, like I've never had a prolonged period of anxiety. So I don't understand it the way someone else has. So you can help your kids in a unique way that you might not have been able to help them if, if you hadn't yeah. gone through it. Yes. Well, and some, I do think there's a genetic component to something like this because my mother also went through agoraphobia and um, she was able to help me and in many ways um, and, and things that work for her don't work for me. So, um, but yeah, it's definitely helpful when someone gets it because similarly, something like depression, I don't really understand. I, I, a little bit, can from the perspective of feeling very overwhelmed by something mm-hmm. and almost like when is it going to end I'm sure that they feel that that way but I can't relate to uh not maybe not wanting to get out of bed or being very deeply sad I you know so I, I can stand on the flip side how someone wouldn't get this mm-hmm And I think that makes it too, so that you're more understanding if you were dealing with something, like if one of your kids was depressed, even if you don't understand it, I feel like because you've gone through the anxiety, you could probably be like, okay, you know, listen better or not just blow it off because you know what it feels like to have something that people don't understand. Yes, absolutely. It's interesting how one life event can change your whole life, right? Mm Yep. Yep. It's definitely made me more grateful. The days I feel really good. I, I will be in my car, like, like Lord, like, thank you. I'm so grateful. Like that. I feel so good that I can do all these things and that I'm here. And yeah, you know, it does. It makes you more appreciative. Yep. It's so good. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for opening (laughs) up and sharing. I know it's not easy dealing with or talking about difficult things, but I do think it's super important. And I think it's so important that we do all share our struggles because I feel like the enemy has this way of making us feel like we're alone all the time. And like what you're going through is so different than like other people wouldn't understand. So just don't talk about it. When in all actuality, that's just keeping whatever we're feeling in the dark, which is where the enemy thrives. Whereas if we can shine light on it and be like, no, it's okay that I feel this. Then other people feel comfortable talking about it and other people know they're not alone. And I think that that's one of the biggest things that we struggle with in this world is that with billions of people in the world, somehow we all feel alone in our struggles and it's so not necessary. And I just want to help people see that no matter how obscure the thing you're going through might see. I mean, anxiety is pretty well. I mean, there are a lot of people, Mm -hmm. even though it might not feel like it, but no matter how obscure the thing you're going through is, there's someone else 
that's not only going through it, but that has already gone through it and can help you through it. Right. Willing to open up and talk about it. Right. It's interesting the way that you put that because a friend of mine is very good at knowing all the scriptures and all the stories. I'm not necessarily that great at it, but when I just think of it from a broader perspective, that's what the Bible is. It's all the stories and all the accounts of all these different situations and how they were handled and how they were managed. And that's why it's sort of our life guidebook in a way. And so, yeah. so why now are our stories a secret? Mm-hmm. How, why are we did, to tell them? Right. So like, how did we get here? You know, or, you know, even I think social media is like a, a real killer of that yeah. because everyone thinks everyone's story is a perfect one. Yeah. And everybody's happy all the time. So right. that's why people feel alone because everyone else is so happy all the time. And I've talked to people who have super happy social media and they're, you know, struggling with their spouse and their kids are a mess and they're, they're depressed and they want to die. And when you read their social media, it's like the perfect, happy family. Right. Right. Because that's, we're not going to put the bad stuff. I mean, some people do put the bad stuff on and, you know, it helps to see other people's. And some, I have one friend that she does share, but I can tell she's deeply hurt because she'll get a lot of backlash or she'll hear things that maybe she doesn't want to hear. And so it's making her not want to share mm-hmm. things. And I think she, I think she's doing great and being vulnerable and continuing, but I can tell that it deeply bothers her when, you know, people are saying negative things and so it's just like oh <laughs> as my grandmother would say all a bit of a twister yeah so <laughs> damned if you do you're damned if you don't right. exactly exactly so well thank you so much for being willing to open up and I'm sure it's going to help people I know people like I said right now that are struggling with anxiety that feel like it will last forever and so I think it's going to be really encouraging for them to see that and reaches out to you that, you know, they are suffering or need some guidance. I actually, this is really, you'll probably, you might laugh, but when I am going through it, I actually keep a word document of all the things that I've done and tried. And so if anybody wants my list, for sure, I I can email it to you because it's everything from, you know, doing uh word puzzles and um you know there's just so many things that you can lab labyrinth things that you you know you follow and trace your finger that you know who knows who might click what might click for somebody yeah yeah that would be great then I can share that with them of course I'm glad I got to see you I am glad I got to see you too Andrea thank you again for being so vulnerable and sharing your story with us I hope your story gives someone else the courage they need to open up about their struggle. If anyone listening to this would like the list of techniques Andrea used during her three periods of anxiety, please reach out. I would be happy to get that to you. You can email me or click on the link below. I am so grateful to Andrea for sharing her list. One of the main reasons for doing Witness Wednesdays is so that we can all see that we're not alone. 
And I love that Andrea is taking it a step further and trying to help others with their struggle. Our struggles are so much easier when we can share them with others. Thank you, Andrea. We have all seen God working in our lives. However, we might not all be aware it is God working in our lives. This is why it's so important we start talking about it more. The more we share our experience, the more people will understand how God works and how much He truly loves us. If you would be willing to share any experience you've had of how God has worked or is working in your life, please email me at katherine at findingtruenorthcoaching.com And that's C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E at findingtruenorthcoaching.com Or just click on the link below. It won't take up much of your time and your story could be just the story that someone needs to hear today. Prayerfully consider sharing. Everyone has a story and the world needs to hear them. I look forward to spending time with you again tomorrow, and I will have another witness for you next Wednesday. Have a blessed day! 